Good morning, good morning. Hi, this is Dr. Mary Seegers on the first Wednesday of 2022, one of many Wednesdays for this year, right? I trust and pray you've had a wonderful new year because it's a new year and a new you. From my last episode, I mentioned that for the month of January of this year, we're gonna be talking about a healthy and good relationships with ourselves, not with your spouse, not with your significant other, not with your best friend, not with your business partner, not with your coworker. It's a relationship with ourselves, right? And I was prompted to talk about this subject because I attended a vision party on New Year's Eve and it was a different uh, vision board party. However, a lot of the topics that people wanted to change in 2022 was a great relationship. So I said, a great relationship with anybody else starts with our relationship with ourselves. And because of that, it's not being, it's not being selfish, but it's called self-care. Through my research and through my own observation, many people don't fully understand the value and the importance of liking themselves. Yes, even loving themselves and appreciate them who they are. The good the bad and the ugly, right? Have you ever seen people who would get up in the start of the day and they're mad for no reason at all? Okay, they may not like their job or they despise their home environment. Whatever it is, they can change by changing themselves. So let's kind of dive into this a little more. I love the quote, be true to thyself by William Shakespeare. But what does that really mean? What does that really mean? It means simply behaving according to your beliefs and doing what you think is right. Not what you think your spouse is thinking is right. It's not what you think your parents think is right. Not doing what you think other people should think that you should do. But it's all based on your core beliefs, your principles, and your standards. Have you ever heard, don't reduce your standards for anyone? Your standards or your core values or your principles is the very essence of who you are. And so often we've developed these core values from our childhood, if you think about it. You're not manipulated to change your core values. You stand on the very essence of who you are. When I think about core values, it reminds me of Mother Teresa. She was known for helping people. That was in her DNA. Nothing more, nothing less. And that was her core essence. That was her core stance, right? She didn't ask permission to do what she believed was her core value. She just did it. She didn't tell others what her core value was. She just did it. And so we have to really be firm in our core values. So the question I have, Do you know yourself? Again, my research revealed that some interesting things about this subject matter. The Psychology Today in 2017 article indicated that people closest to you really know you because we're as humans, we like to, we have blind spots and we don't see everything that someone else sees. So the following indicators can be used to reveal if a person really, really know themselves. And again, I have to go back to that core value. It was developed from your childhood, 
I also refer to it as your moral compass. This is how you live your life. And because of that, we cannot be persuaded to do anything other than that. And so when we think about our core values, you are living your life according to that. I'm a woman of faith. I don't need to go around and announce that I'm a woman of faith, I'm a Christian. My very lifestyle is reflecting that. I think about Jesus, he never went around and say, I'm the Messiah, I'm the son of God. I'm the almighty wise counselor. Other people said that about him. The old prophet of old mentioned that, but he never announced that because if you know who you are, you know your core values, you don't have to go around and say, I'm, I'm a this, I'm a bishop, I'm a evangelist, I'm a whatever. Just live your life and people will know who you are and what you stand for. They'll know your core values just by your lifestyle. And so if you continue to do what other people want you to do, you'll realize you don't know what it makes, what makes you happy. And so it really helps you to understand when you know who you are and you're standing in your core values, in your principles, in your moral compass, in your standards, then nothing can dissuade you to do anything other than that. That's how you live. That's how you personify to the world, okay? But when we try to please other people and try to always make sure that they like us, that's where the problem comes in that, you know? I remember years ago, I did um, Abundant Life seminars. And I remember I had an assignment for the class, uh, those that were attending the class, that you have to go out on a date with yourself. And it was so funny because a lot of people said, I can't do that. I don't like to go out to dine by myself. And I can recall, um, to help with the uh, with the exercise, I went out to a five-star restaurant by myself. And the greeter, when I uh, welcome to the restaurant, and he said, will you be dining with anyone? I said, no, it'll be me, myself, and I, right? So when he took me to his seat, I said, I wanted to be by the window. So when he came, uh, to the, the server came to take my order, will anyone else be joining you today <clears throat> for dinner? I said, no, it'll be me, myself, and I. And so even society thinks that we shouldn't be alone. We shouldn't be on a date by ourselves. I enjoy the great meal. I enjoy the view that was there. And I enjoy my own company. So I want to challenge you. Do you like going out on a date by yourself? You know, with the pandemic and with everything that's been going on the last two years, a lot of times, if you live alone, you're going to be home by, your, by yourself alone. So get to know you, get to love you, get to appreciate all that's about you that make you an individual that make you so unique and I promise you if you begin to like and love on yourself other people will begin to like and love you as well but it starts with us it starts with that relationship of one you know I remember my mother used to say <clears throat> you came into this world by yourself you're gonna leave this world by yourself but in the interim Get to know yourself, get to know your quirks, your uh, idiosyncrasies, getting to know your likes and your dislikes. Be able to know you in and out. Like you know your very own name, you know yourself. And I always say the good, the bad, and the ugly. But anything that you don't like about yourself, you know that you can, you have the power and the ability to change that. And this is a good year to start off by doing that, right? So learn how to spend quality time with yourself. You know, don't let the TV be your, your companion. You be your own companion, you know, because we do talk to ourselves. 
the thing is, what are we saying to ourselves? Because I always tell my, my clients, even when you talk to yourself, be careful what you say because you are listening to yourself. So if you're being kind to yourself, showing compassion to yourself, and then you allow yourself to love on yourself. So often we treat ourselves, we're our own worst self-critics, right? So we treat ourselves bad, and yet we can treat the, the mailman or a stranger like their jewel or their, their royalty. So learn how to start with yourself. You know, it's not a suggestion, it's not a commandment. It, it is a commandment to love yourself as you love others. And I, I'm a strong proponent that if you know how to love yourself, you can genuinely love other people. But it starts with the person in the mirror. So let me challenge you until next week, we're gonna talk about our temperament. Are you an introvert or an extrovert and those different things. Um, <clears throat> so if you could just learn this week, just stand in the mirror and tell yourself, hey you, I really like you. I like you and I'm beginning to love you. And you learn how to have that relationship, learn how to be kind to yourself, learn how to appreciate all that you are. You know, you, you're the individual, your fingerprint is only identified to you. So learn to love you, you all you got. <laughs> and so with that, I just wanna say that a lot of times we can tell who we are by our interests as well. You know, I say interests change because as we grow, we evolve, we change, we mature. Certain things that we had interest in when we were younger, we may not want to do that now as we're getting older, right? <clears throat> Let me get some coffee. Grab your coffee as well. So I can remember when I enjoyed bowling and uh, on a bowling league and things like that. But as my interests change, you know, my nails, I don't want my, my nails to be in the bowling ball. And so I even know that people with long nails do bowl, but I didn't particularly enjoy it because every time I released the ball, it seemed like my nail would, would chip or something. So I went to another interest and the interest was like golfing. So I was on a golfing league. So I enjoyed, your interest can kind of give a clue of who you are as well, what things that you like. And you kind of, um, buddy up with people that have the same interests that you do. But to identify your interests is to include your passion, your hobbies, or anything that draws your attention over a sustained period of time. So find out what your interests are. Well, you might say, well, I don't have any interests. I'm sure you do. If you answer some of these three questions, it might give you a clue of what are some of your interests. What do you pay attention to? that might be an indication of what your interest could be. What are you curious about? We all have curiosity, right? You know, it's always, I wonder how that works. I wonder how that uh, responds. So what are you curious about? And what concerns you? That could be in a political arena, it could be in the, whatever it is. But if you answer those questions, I'll give you a clue of what are some of your interests. And like I said, interests do change over time, what you might've been interested in at one time as you grow and you stretch and you, and you develop and have new interests. So that's that's a possibility too. So one thing I want to just as a recap until next week, know your core value. That is the very essence of who you are. That's your moral compass that will direct you, make help you make decisions about things. You cannot be compromised on that. You will not be manipulated to do anything other than what your core values are. And then, of course, your interests will give, be, give you an indication of who you are and what you like to do and why you do the things that you do. 
So I hope these little wisdom nuggets kind of give you a little surge to say, you know, I'm going to have a great relationship this year with myself. And it's going to start with you and I. So look in the mirror and just tell yourself, hey, it's going to be a great year this year. It will be an epic year, but you got to believe it and put the work behind it. So this is um, Mary Seegers, Dr. Seegers. Until next week, be blessed and develop that relationship with yourself. You look good. Bye for now.